Welcome to the manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Spooky Mayhem. I'm Creepy James. I'm Creepy Jody. Oh, you have no idea how right he is. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, so in the previous episode, I was telling Jody about a dream, and you'll hear it in the, the, the 300th episode. But the same night, and it wasn't anything weird, but I did have a dream about an ex-girlfriend, Heather, who we've mentioned in the podcast. And it wasn't like a weird dream. I just I was like, she was there. Um, but Jody had this look, and he still does. But he would do it, and it would creep the ever-loving motherfucking shit out of her. Yeah, I have fond memories of that. I loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she, yeah. Anyway, as you can tell, I'm fucked up. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm finishing up my 13 point something brandy barrel-aged pumpkin ale from Lakefront as I had already finished a All Hallows treat to let you know what we just recorded. Yeah. Jody was drinking a barley wine, which actually is pretty strong, right? It is. Uh, I'm done with it, but yeah, yeah, it's um, ah. it's pretty strong. About nine point six ish. The one you tagged me in is. I it, it could fluctuate between years. Yeah, nine point six. I think. Yeah, right. I think you're right. Cool. Well, it's Sierra Nevada, and they make a good kick-ass Bigfoot barley wine. I'm sure they have their system set up so it doesn't probably fluctuate much between years probably so anyway yeah so we're gonna put this out on halloween night so happy halloween Ooh. yeah what what james said oh creepy <laughs> halloween blah <laughs> <laughs> as you all know uh October time, we tend to overdo our episodes. Is that what we call it? Well, I call it something like the Hallow Krieg or the Halloween Blitz Krieg or something. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really overdo Halloween, can you? No. Up I'm, until the point where you're actually. So. Oh, then the... go ahead. What'd you say? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I agree, up until the point where you start sacrificing your neighbors, and then it goes from, well, Halloween to uh, just a party. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming out on the 31st, so we want to say happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) (laughs) All right, and as we went through all of our episodes earlier in the month and even into September when we recorded most of these, because we're we're awesome like that. Yes, we are. Which means when you hear our November December episodes and we're talking about Halloween beers, it's because we're recording those in October. <laughs> <laughs> we actually ended up having not just enough episodes for two a week, but including the three hundred that you should have already listened to, two a week plus two extra. Yeah. We, we we thought instead of an extra, extra, two extra, extra, we would just slide, we would just slide it in. <laughs> <laughs> we would put in Faithful Johnny, which we've already recorded. So 
after you hear Baffle May, you will hear us once again be like, Welcome back to the Twin Terrors. Because between the two of us, we have like eight episodes to edit this month, and I'm not going to stress much about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we had no idea it was going to be this much until we got here, and we're like, all right, this is what we're doing. Yeah. But at this point in time, October 31st, I would have seen Jody 10 days ago, but at this point, it's not for another month. But I'm hoping he had a good hand fasting. He's hoping that too. (laughs) Considering the person doing it loves you with Rebecca and the fact that you and Rebecca love each other, it's going to be fine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, um, so I know we are recording this over a month before Halloween. Do you have big plans for Halloween night? Tonight? (laughs) Tonight? No, we're not. uh, We're not doing the party this year like we did last year. It, it was discussed and, and decided that somebody else is doing it. So that, that takes a little stress off of us. <laughs> That's cool. We had thought about doing like a autumnal Halloween thing for uh, Jackie's family, like one side of her family. Uh, at this point in time, I don't know if we'll be able to. So I think we're going to push it back to November. Um, so, yeah, just okay. like you. I don't have to worry about it. So I think, you know, I we, we've got uh, coming up. We're going to go see the Headless Horseman thing at Connor Prairie in Indianapolis, which will be neat. Um, cool. We're going to hand out candy like tonight as you're listening to this, dear listener. We'll be off our table. We've got our front yard graveyard. We're going to be handing out candy. We'll have fun. Uh, this year, we're going to dress up as Ghostbusters. We bought Ghostbuster outfits and we're going to get a uh, you know, so for tonight, we'll already have it, but we're going to get a uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Inflatable. Cool. Yep, it's uh, we, we alternate between creepy and cute every year because that's what good couples do for each other. <laughs> yeah. If you want to guess which of us likes the cute, which of us likes the creepy, if you don't know, you've not been listening enough. <laughs> I bet I know. <laughs> But you're right. <laughs> if you try to fool me, I just know you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll go out and I'll tonight I'll toast my ancestors and close friends and family that I've known that have passed away. And I'll put out a feast for the, the shining ones, the fairies and the ancestors and the ghosts and the goblins and the boggles and help them on their way to the next life on this liminal time of year. Yeah. And if you don't like what I'm saying, you sound like Sergeant Howie from Wicker Man. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the protagonist in Wicker Man, the, the very I know, I know who it is. Yeah. Are you saying I sound like that? No, no. I'm saying if if if, if anybody out there listening doesn't like what I'm saying, oh, they okay. are. Not you. No, no. I know you're fine. Okay. <laughs> sorry. No, no. Sorry. That was, that was not my intended remark no you are at least as pagan as i am at least (laughs) anything you want to add numbers okay what's six plus six plus six (laughs) (laughs) that didn't take me that long to add it up it took me that long to figure out how i wanted to do the voice i I wonder where you're gonna go with that (laughs) (laughs) the number of perfect beasts 
cubed. <laughs> Wait, no, just times three. Never mind, not cubed. <laughs> because as we mentioned in our number of the beast, six is a perfect number because if you add its factors, you get six. If you multiply its factors, you get six. Uh-huh. Uh, so go back and listen to that one. And I would love to tell you which one that is. And you know what? Episode 20, December 28, 2018. <laughs> I think. Is that right? That was that was Number of the Beast. Oh, no. No, that was just Number of the Beast. Uh, what I'm talking about is Trooper 666, The Beer, and the Number of the Beast. Episode 59 from September 27, 2019. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about the beer, but here we talked about the actual 666 and what it means it goes into. Yeah. Which is a pretty good Halloween episode. You should go back and listen to episode 59. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to add besides Happy Halloween and the fact that I'm going to edit the Faithful Johnny thing almost not at all? No. All right, so I will say Happy Halloween. Okay. And... I am Samwin James. I am Sam Hain Jody. <laughs> You're so American. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Damn straight, baby. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Well, we're going to get out of this one and we'll go into the one we recorded about Faithful Johnny. So you hear us do the intro and the outro again. And it's Halloween. Just go with it. Yeah. Talk to y'all later. Bye. We can always Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. I think he means interrupting Jody. <laughs> I didn't interrupt Jody. I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> so, because of how we did this, I was going to talk about something else first, but because we started an episode and the other one's going to be inserted into another episode. I'm going to switch it up and call an audible on uninterrupting Jody. <laughs> Instead of the one that I was going to do a few bits and pieces on, we're just going to start an episode because, yeah, I, I didn't actually mean for us to start the thing that way with the thing I was going to do on the thing. Anyway, I'm James. <laughs> uh, and, and as we record... I'm going to point out that we always talk about Hobbit Day being our anniversary date, but technically, we're recording this on September 21st. Technically, this is our fifth anniversary because we put a episode zero, an introduction, the day before episode one, our first Hobbit Day episode. We did, yes. So yeah, even though we always talk about that, I just want to mention, happy fifth birthday to the podcast. Yay! I'll drink to that. So will I in a second. <laughs> oh, so what are you drinking? Mm. With which, whatever. I am having the first of my Southern Tier Brewing Company Pumpkin Imperial Pumpkin Ale for this uh, year. Uh, nice. I have yet to get a new batch, but I've still got one from last year that's still good. It's what, like 8%, 10%? Um, 8.6. Yeah, it's up there for a nice, and with all yeah. the spices, it's not going to go bad. Nope. Nice. Are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah. I always do. Is it good? 
is good. I haven't looked for their uh, Warlock yet, but that's uh, Saturday. I'll, I'll get a chance to see if the place I usually find it at has it. Nice. I actually like the Warlock better because it's a stout with the pumpkin things. I kind of do too, but uh, it, I mean, when when we were up in Indianapolis for Gen Con this year, and we the first day we got up there, we went to Kroger to get some groceries, snacks, stuff for the Airbnb, and also alcohol. And uh, <laughs> they first weekend in August, they already had the uh, pumpkin out. Oh, I know. I don't see a reason for it, but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I am having, first time I've had it, I picked these up at a, a, a grocery store with a wonderful beer selection called Jungle Gems over in Ohio when I went to go see my, my daughter. And they had uh, some Irish beers that I'd never had. Now, okay. one of them I drank when I was GMing Cthulhu, maybe, or maybe D and D with you and Rebecca. Okay, but it's got a single of it. It's a nice blonde ale. It was good, nothing big, but for tonight, considering the episode we're doing, uh -huh. opened up the first one of a nitro pour called Black Marble Stout, which is made by Sullivan's Brewing Company out of Kilkenny, Ireland. Nice. Yeah, just a nice Irish stout. Said they're established in 1702. I didn't, I mean, I guess maybe they could have been interrupted. I didn't think they had any crap brews that old, but I'm gonna have to look them up and get a little more information on this. But it's good, it's a 5.1 alcohol, so a bit stronger than Guinness. But I've had a couple sips and it's roasty and earthy and dark and deep, and it's good. It's good, it's good, <laughs> or because it's Halloween time, it's good. Maybe it's good that we're doing this one first because I'm going to read a story and I'm going to need my throat voice. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to what voice? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> All right. So uh, I wrote a story that actually is kind of a, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll get to the background after I read it. How's that? Because I, I, I okay. wrote it. Three years ago. Uh -huh. uh, anybody who wants to actually read it, you can. It's on uh, Hub Pages. If you just if you search for Faithful Johnny, a Halloween story, uh, Hub Pages or, or Letter Pile uh, with my name, you'll you'll find it. Okay. But it's nice and creepy, a nice Halloween story. And I gave Jody the option of not listening to it, and I'll record it separately. Or listen, he's like, no, oh, listen to it. So this is on him. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I won't follow it. I actually practiced it earlier just in case, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, anything else though you want to get into before I start reading? No. All right. So I'll read it. We can talk about the background a bit and then we'll move on with our lives. Okay. All right. So Faithful Johnny, a Halloween story. I'm going to talk a bit louder, but step, uh, scoot a couple inches away from the mic further than usual to try to not uh, pop my peas. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> um, 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 um. all right. 
The leaves are turning green, and she could see her father fastening the yokes. It was time for planting, and usually time of joy, as Siobhan would watch Johnny help her father. She loved them since they were wee children, and their love had blossomed. God damn it. I forgot I set my alarm, and I take this out. I set my alarm to remind myself that it's her fifth anniversary. God damn it. I didn't hear the alarm. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> I would not have known it was going off if you had not stopped and said something. Damn it. Unfortunately, I'm only three senses in, so. <laughs> <sighs> the leaves are turning green, and she could see her father fastening the yokes. It was time for planting, and usually time of joy, as Siobhan would watch Johnny help her father. She loved them since they were wee children, and their love had blossomed as they grew up together, with the seeds being planted early, just as her father's crops would be. Instead, she looked longingly out of her cottage's eastern window, waiting the return of her betrothed. He'd marched off to war with the other young men of her village. She'd known better than to beg him. He was strong and lean and always ready to stick up for those with no power, which included his family and friends on the western side of the aisle as they attempted to fight off the foreign invaders. A soft song escaped her lips, the same song she had sung for months now, ever since he had left as soon as the weather had turned warm. When will you come again, my faithful Johnny? When will you come again, my sweet and bonny? When the corn is gathered, when the leaves are withered, I will come again, my sweet and bonny, I will come again. The crops were starting to grow, although the rents being harsh, even a good harvest would give them just enough to get through the winter. Still, the, leaves were the trees were showing promising buds, and perhaps there'd be enough for a fine feast at their wedding. And it was high summer now, and their wedding should be drawing nigh. He had left in the earliest of springtime, promising to be home before the turn of the year. It was now high summer, and while some of the village boys had returned, he had not. Still, perhaps she should be grateful. Half of those, them as had come home, were lucky if they hadn't lost something. Most hadn't come back whole, whether in mind or body. She could see them as she sat on the porch, staring east, awaiting her lover's return, continuing her song of hope. The winter's winds will blow, my faithful Johnny, then winter's winds will blow, my sweet and bonny. Will the day be dark with drift that I cannot see the light? I will come again, my sweet and bonny, I will come again. She sat atop the mound under a hazel tree, looking out towards the western sea. Her parents had always warned her to stay away, as she ran the risk of being carried away by the she, but it was her favorite place to be alone. She found two overlooked hazelnuts and caressed them as she thought of the hazelnuts from last Samhain, the ones she'd thrown in the fire for her and Johnny, the ones that had popped and landed atop each other, foreseeing his proposal that came later that year. The wind had been growing more chill and the shadows longer with summer's end approaching, yet she didn't care, but only wrapping her shawl tighter around her shoulders. The world seemed to turn magical, with the autumn twilight appearing as fairy fire as the sun set in the west. What had once been her favorite view had since turned into an ill omen. With all the other boys having returned in one shape or another, Siobhan had all but given up hope. Her friends had even hinted that perhaps Johnny hadn't died, but had found someone else. While she couldn't bring herself to believe that, she could hear her song turning into a lament. Then will you meet me here, my faithful Johnny? Then will you meet me here, my sweet and bonny? Though the night be Halloween, when the fearful sights are seen. I will come again, my sweet and bonny, I will come again. Finishing her song, she sighed and moved to stand. A rustle of cloth and shuffling footstep gave her pause and her blood turned cold. A voice came from the shadows of the tree. 
The last shadows of the summer as the sun sat in the west, bringing on Halloween and the ending of the year. The new shadows of winter coming with the full moon that had already risen. My fair Siobhan, the voice softly called to her. I've been waiting for you. It was a difficult wait, knowing your heart was breaking. Even with our bond, I had to wait until this night. Even then, it is well that you were on the side of your cottage. Siobhan turned to see her faithful Johnny. She started to weep with joy even as he walked into the moonlight. It was her faithful Johnny, but he had perished in a skirmish months earlier. All that was left were his clear blue eyes and tawny hair, but was otherwise fleshless. Her cry of happiness was choked off in fear. Her limbs were frozen, struck asleep by the half-baleful, half-loving gleam in his eyes. As the king hands reached out to her, the skeletal arms enclosing her, and with his graveyard breath, he whispered in her ear, I told you that I would come tonight if I couldn't come before. I'm so glad you came to sit here tonight. A sudden waft of wildflowers came to her then. She felt the fear depart her, and she felt his arms let go, although she could tell that he was still nearby. When she opened her eyes, there stood her faithful Johnny, the one that had left months earlier, lean and strong and handsome. Looking around, she could see trees full of apples and hazelnuts. The nearby gurgling stream shone like honey, and she could see salmon leaping in and out. She could hear the fairest of music issuing from an unknown source nearby. A reward for fighting the foreigners and never forgetting our ancestors, he told her, his smile gleaming in the fairy light. Welcome home. Okay. Ah, that's a good drink of stout there at the end, too. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh that was thirsty work there it was thirsty is mighty th I've, I've poured myself a powerful thirst building upon me <laughs> of, course, of course henry lee would say wow the powerful thirst came down upon me wow <laughs> and he would too <laughs> he would probably because he's parked from all the coke <laughs> which I don't know about. I've just been told. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, original story. I really don't care if anybody uses it. It can be in the public domain as far as I'm concerned. As long as nobody uses it for profit, I could give a rat's ass less. All right. Yeah, I and mean, give me credit. You know, don't take it and say, huh, this is mine. Ah, but, you know, if you, if you want to play around with it and make a song or something, you know, it's all good. Uh, but the background, if you'd like. Yes. So the story came from a traditional folk song called Faithful Johnny. You know, uh -huh. And it's uh, what, what I write. So Faithful Johnny is a musical piece of art typically sang and discussed as a traditional folk song. Although it was composed by Ludwig van Beethoven in 1815 as part of his 25 Scottish songs for voice, mixed chorus, violin, violoncello, and piano being called in German Der true Johnny on one Kurt Zurich. Huh. And I feel like a Michael Palin trying to do the uh, Lumberjack song in German by just pronouncing <laughs> the words. Yeah. <laughs> so it's technically a Scottish song written by a German in Germany, and I transferred it into Ireland. <laughs> but uh, published in 1818 in Edinburgh in London. Four years, later, four years later in Berlin, the words were written by Anne Grant, uh, her hoping give the music the feeling of a traditional folk song by 
adding in the the folky musical lyricism. Yes. Next little note just says, I wanted to create a story that incorporates the mention Halloween as it is one, if not the only folk song to mention the greatest of holidays because folk songs really don't talk about Halloween all that much. I, I couldn't find others and I even did a search, but that was three years ago. And you know, I, when I say I did a search, I did a decent one for something I'm not getting paid for, but let's be honest, we're not getting paid for this and I didn't get paid for writing it. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I wanted to incorporate other folklore aspects of Ireland to round it out. And uh, starts with Johnny having left to fight off the invaders, which is a nod to the Norman invasion, although you could easily think of the Vikings or the English in other ears as well. So I was thinking of the English. Fucking English. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Normans. <laughs> huh. Wow, I've got a typo in here. It's been online for three years, and it says a nod to the normal invasion. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, you know, <laughs> that might not be as off as you think. <laughs> might not be, but Ireland certainly held off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and being on the western side of the island, Siobhan's looking east, the direction her lover took. When he comes back, she's now looking west, because in that direction are the ancestors and the fairies to the islands across the sea. Yep. So once she's accepted that Johnny's probably died, she changes from looking east looking for him and starts looking west she's chosen to sit atop a fairy mound which is an entrance to the other world where the fairies and according to some the ancestors live and so i added some uh tiered and aug attributes like uh the land realm of happiness with the river of honey and the hazelnuts and salmon come from the folklore of the tree of knowledge and stories of finn mahul i recognize that <laughs> i understood those references <laughs> recognize <laughs> recognize peons i still i still have people at the pub ask me why coming through the main door when the big bay garage door is open because it's easier to come through i said that's the uh peasants entrance i come through the <laughs> patrician entrance <laughs> only a couple of them understood what patrician means but they get it on inference so it's okay yeah and i also used hazelnuts here for divinations that are performed on halloween which includes the act of throwing nuts into a fire to see if your potential mate you were meant to be. And that's where I said they landed on top of each other. Uh, if yeah. they flew apart, you know, not gonna, but. And the creepy part of the story with Johnny's corpse reaching out to her, as well as the reward of the actual life in the mound, were inspired by the tale of Nira, which you can also find the strange adventures of Nira, a tale of Irish Halloween, Samhain spookiness on my hub pages page. But we did that one a year or two ago for Halloween. Yes. So it's definitely out there. Uh, I could probably find it. And, you know, if, if we talk long enough, I, I will, but I'm not going to overly, overly stress either. <laughs> Says the guy who's pulling it up right now on his Excel file. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> uh -huh. Yep. And that's fine because uh, as I'm typing that in, I can say, and of course, what makes Samhain so special is the liminality of the holiday where the veil between worlds is at its thinnest. Hence, that's when Johnny came back. Uh -huh. What else would it take for Johnny's return? But that liminality. And, uh, well, um, October 30th, episode 68, uh, The Strange Tale of Nera, and we did some vampire poems. Um, so 2019, so four uh, years ago. Yeah. I forgot we did vampire poems in that same episode. <laughs> uh-huh. 
that is uh it that's what i got cool i like that yeah, thanks i'm glad you liked it do you have anything to add or you want to ask or anything uh similar or are you ready to move on my good sir um i i've read poems i think that were similar to that and i don't think i've actually heard that story well since i made it up probably not <laughs> right well yeah yeah well that yeah, obviously yes <laughs> but yeah it's um i don't know it felt familiar but yeah i enjoyed it it was, it was good good i'm glad you did but yeah there are tons of familiar things in there so not a shock yeah all right then let's uh let's move on we're doing our halloween spooky blitzkrieg of horridness and well i guess every episode we do is horrible sure <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, this is halloween so yeah yeah hope you're enjoying your spooky season and if you liked any of these this uh, any episode really should write us rate us review us share us you know get the word out there yeah if you don't you're doing something wrong anyway on that note i'm i'm, I'm gonna get us out of here and go i'm spooky james i'm spooky jody and we will creepily spook at you later yeah bye the macabre manor is brought to you by the twin terrors all rights reserved stay tuned for some fun outtakes just don't dress like the crow <laughs> so <laughs> no no not you and wow that came out sarcastic i actually meant it not you <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to do something wrong come do us no uh, what <laughs> nothing i just i said orange juice what <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.